1: This is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. Hi, I'm Desi Jettikin. And this is Melrose Place, Season 1, Episode 32. Suspicious Minds. The season finale. We've all been waiting for it. We've made it. We've made it to the end of Season 1. Yeah. It's,
2: ugh. 32 episodes. It's been a long journey. Yeah, for sure. I'm so happy we're here. Through the sitcom years. Through episodes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we finally we made it through all of the sitcom episodes. We got a good season finale to talk about. It was a long one. Yeah. This was an extra long episode. It must have been a two hour episode. Yeah. Like on TV. Right. So we open with Billy in his room hugging a pillow. Yes. He's very weird. Clutching this pillow. And he's in his boxers. Allison knocks on the oh, I'm sorry. He knocks on Allison's door. She's sleeping in. She's sleeping. She probably has think a hangover. I nighttime. <laughs> Is it? I thought it was nighttime. Sometimes night- I can't tell. I thought it was the nighttime, but he's like, Allison? And he goes and sits on the edge of her bed, and she's like, oh, Billy, I was sleeping. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what you want from me. She's still mad at him. And he's like, I want to be together. Yeah. And she says, don't wave romance in front of me. And he says, I'm just trying to do the right thing. And then she does something so vindictive and shitty. She pulls out a stack of letters and she's like, These are all the letters that Keith has sent me. He's written me every week since I
2: left. I wrote down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and. He
1: And she tells Billy, Keith doesn't waver. He just wants me. Billy's like, I'm trying.
2: She is so stupid in this episode. Like there's like about a hundred times in this episode. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. You just want to scream at her. She's so irritating. I like, seriously, I was like, come on, Amanda, kick her
1: ass or something. <laughs> like, she's out of control. There has been no indication, to me at least, that Billy doesn't want to... He How many ways does he have to say it, that he wants to continue their
2: relationship? Also, for Billy, it's like the minute she brought up Keith as being a great example of, of loving someone, he should have been like, okay, well, clearly I'm not for you then because that. I want to have a healthy relationship with you <laughs> yeah, right. and not a stalkery, psychotic, uh, someone writing you letters every week after we've already, you've broke up with them. Somebody who isolated you from your friends and family and moved you to Seattle. Also, why is this the first we're hearing about these letters? Because yeah. wouldn't she have been... Cre- well, first of all, how long has it been? I don't even know since Seattle. It doesn't seem like... She had a huge stack of letters. I was like, has it been that long? Uh, but it's like you are not creeped out by these letters, Right. Because why not just call you? Right. Um, and that was a low blow to bring up Keith. Oh, definitely a low blow, but also insane to me that she thinks this is great. Yes, yes.
1: Michael's on the phone with the building owner, and Jane comes into the kitchen
2: wearing a huge floofy blouse. Michael's wearing a T-shirt that says Freudian State." That's like a, looks like a college <laughs> style T shirt. Does and I was like, where? Do you, I was like, I want that. <laughs> and I was like, what a funny T shirt for him to be wearing. Uh, that's perfect. And he tells Jane, Mister K is
1: selling the building. We're probably going to have to move. Yeah, but and he, he thinks the new start might be good for them. Yeah, he's like, it's good, Janie. We'll move into a new place, get a fresh start. And he and, and Jane's like, well, what about everybody else in the building? They're going to get. Like evicted, and he's like, I don't give a shit about them.
2: He literally is like, who cares? He's just like, do you really not see yourself being friends with any of these people? He no, he hates them all. Even if he wasn't friends
1: with them, even if you weren't friends with them, you'd still feel bad if you had any bit of a heart. You'd be like, oh, I feel bad. Everyone might get uprooted. Yeah,
2: how do you not feel bad even if they were strangers? If you heard this story, you'd be like, oh, that sucks. Right. Yeah. No, oh, Wow. No, it's wild to me that he was so dismissive. Yeah,
1: he's like, you think I care? Michael. Uh, And Jane's like, Michael, we have the marriage counselor tonight. Don't forget. (laughs) He's like, oh. At D&D, Allison gets some messages. And while she's at the desk getting her messages, she meets Brett Nelson. With the feathered hair. With the feathered (laughs) hair. And Amanda arrives. And her and Allison are both wearing pastels in this scene. Yeah. Amanda tells Allison,
2: Allison, I just need a friend right now. I just want to be friends. I love they This is like the fifth time they've had a let's be friends conversation. <laughs> yeah, and it blows up in two seconds. <sighs> and Allison's like,
1: I'll do my best. Yeah. And then Lucy calls them into the office, and she lets them know, I'm leaving D&D. I got a job in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she, the dream. The dream job. And Amanda immediately says, well, who's taking your place? She's... Without missing a beat. Yeah. But Lucy does clock this as, wow, Amanda, you're so ambitious. Yeah. And she said, well, it's between Amanda and Brett Nelson. And Allison goes, oh, I just met him. And Amanda goes, oh, he's not creative. And he just steals ideas from accounts and other agencies. Yeah.
2: And Lucy's like, well, the two of you really need to shine before I leave. Yeah, because Allison would be Amanda's right-hand woman if Amanda gets the position. Yes, if she gets this promotion. Um, So they need to be on their best
1: behavior. Teamwork. Do teamwork. Mm. Michael and Kimberly arrive at the hospital. Kimberly is looking like a 1940s femme fatale with her broad-shouldered, blouse.
2: Yes. And her hair. Her, her hair has got like a finger wave. It's like a Veronica Lake hairdo. Yes. She looks very glamorous. This is not how you would show up to be a doctor. No. Because you you need to have your hair pulled back. She's got some
1: uh styling to do in in the locker room. She's Dr. Glam. She's Dr. Glam when she pulls up. And she wants Michael, she wants to know if Michael meant it when he said that he missed her, oh yeah, and he goes, it's complicated, and she's like, well, I just don't want to lose my best friend at the hospital. Oh god, and he's like, I just need some time. We gotta come up with some new rules.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> not even outright, Kimberly. It's over. That's the thing with Michael. He's just so easily persuadable. Yeah, you gotta push him. He
1: goes by his dick. Yeah. Um. He does a really dopey smile as he watches her walk away.
2: Yeah, he's got a lot of good close-ups this episode. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) he
1: really does. Jane is talking to Joe in the park about their marriage counseling session, and she tells Joe he can't even commit to the marriage counselor. He's already canceled. Like, yeah, Jane, that's a really uh, good indicator about where his head's at. Yeah. He he couldn't stick to it one week, not even one week. And then she Jane starts getting feisty, and she's like, "I just I just want to beat the crap out of him. I want to
2: kick his ass." <laughs> <laughs> she says, "It's so funny to hear her try to be mad because yeah. it it's not very threatening at all. No, because she's just such a angelic." Little, She doesn't have a booming voice even when no, she's angry. No, because it's Michael. It's just still very thin and kind of high-pitched or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um They start giggling. Jane's giggling because she said ass. I mean, this is another combo that just is weird to me, Jane and Joe. Like, have we ever had a scene with them together? Not, <laughs> not to my recollection. Yeah. But Joe... Jane says to Joe,
1: how did this get so messed up? And she's like, I don't know if we're going to make it. And she starts crying. And she said that Jane says to Joe that she hasn't even told her mom. And she's embarrassed. She's like, I don't want to tell my mom that I failed. Yeah. At work, at D&D, Amanda is on the phone with Billy doing her classic loud conversation so that Allison can hear.
2: It's like the conversation where she, like, if you called me, I'd be like, hey, she always has to be like, hi, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she says his actual name in the phone conversation. And looks around. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so she
1: says, she goes, no, Billy, pizza won't do. I'm making something special. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and we see Allison like right behind
2: her at her desk. She's like sighing and eye rolling. Yeah. Uh, Back to square one.
1: (laughs) Allison comes over and she's like, Amanda, I need you to insert something into this report. Yeah. She tries to kind of like needle Amanda about something she missed. Now you're slipshod. Yeah, your work is slip shot now. Yeah. Then Brett comes over to Allison and he's like, Are you okay? And she's like, "Mm." and he's like, I just want you to know, I really liked the report. It was fascinating. Your work is so hot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love your work.
1: And then, and then, and then he asks Allison, did you hear about Lucy leaving? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, I just heard that you have a really great reputation around here. Yeah. And she's like, really? She has like stars in her eyes.
2: Yes, because she's like, someone, you know, really? I've never, I didn't hear that. Someone noticed me. I have a good reputation as what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he's like following her around the office. He's like clinging to her like a puppy dog. He follows her up the spiral staircase. Yeah. And that's where he asks her out for a drink. And she's like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's clear that this guy's hitting on her. If this had been the other... If Billy had accepted a drink from his coworker like this, don't you think Allison
2: would have been furious? Well, I think she would have been furious, but she would have played it off as like, see? Yeah. Like, I'm right again, to never trust anybody. Like, do you know right. what I mean? Like, it would have been like men.
1: Yeah. But although I do think that
2: Allison thought, oh, this is a good way to bond with a higher up. Right. The higher up who's also in position to get this promotion. Uh, but I agree. Like at this point, what is their obligation in the relationship? Is it over? Yeah.
1: It's very unclear. It's unclear. And Billy clearly still sees them as
2: together. I agree. But it's like, it's almost like one of those things where it happened so fast, they didn't officially state what it was yet. Yeah. Cut
1: to. A big shocker!
2: Mm, we, I screamed. I screamed too.
1: <laughs> we see Keith has arrived in Los Angeles and he's checking
2: into a hotel, and it is a fancy one. It's a nice one. It's not where Michael's staying. This is like a Ritz Carlton. Yeah, I think it, I I meant to write it down, but it was like the Bev something. So it was like, ooh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's an. It has like marble columns. It's got the pink and the pink and blue. Um fluorescent lines around the outside. <laughs> it's a big big old fancy hotel
1: and he tells the front desk as he's checking in that he's here
2: in town to propose to his girlfriend. Uh oh. Uh oh. And he also says he's like she doesn't know is it a surprise the guy asks and he's like she, it's what she's always wanted. <laughs> it's like what a sick freak.
1: He's so sick. And so then he books the honeymoon suite.
2: This is the makings of a um, horror movie. Yeah.
1: That night at Shooters, Allison and Brett are having martinis. And
2: she's really laughing at all his shit talking about Amanda. Oh, yeah. They're, she is they're finally. they laying into Amanda. And that's a great feeling. I felt for Allison here. When you find someone who hates who you hate. Yeah. And then they say everything you've wanted to hear from someone else for so
1: long. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And she's had just enough alcohol that her lips are
2: just flying. Oh, yeah. She's popping off. Because this is a situation where Allison should be smart, let him fly off and talk shit, but she keeps very close to the vest about things still. Uh,
1: But Allison's a sloppy drunk.
2: Mm, And we don't even know the half of it.
1: You don't (laughs) even know the half of Allison's sloppy
2: drunkenness yet. Yeah, but she's sloppy here because this is... This is such a, um, this is an outrageous thing she does. And it it's, is it's, outrageous. It's fucked up. It
1: is super outrageous. So they're shit-talking Amanda. She's really enjoying that martini. She is sucking that yeah, thing down. She's sucking the olives. She and she, <laughs> and, she's, and she says the most Allison thing. She's like, I like olives, but they belong on pizza. Ugh. Wrong, Allison. <laughs> you're so provincial.
2: Yeah, I don't even know what the, olives are famously in martinis. What is she even talking about? Yeah, it's crazy. It's not
1: like there was a buffalo wing in there. <laughs> um, then she, she's <laughs> like, you want to hear some really hot goss? Uh, she's like, I got some really fucking. She's like, here's the tea, Brad. Yeah, yeah. the tea is that. My boyfriend, Billy, well, she calls him her roommate. Yes. Which was also very... She's back to roommate. Yeah. It was very devious though. Very devious. Because she's trying to be flirty with Brett. Yes, and she doesn't want him to know. So she's like, my roommate, Billy, was in a relationship with Amanda and it was this whole debacle. It like ruined my work life. And Brett's like, oh, because it brought your work life into your personal life? And she's like, yes! Yeah. Finally, someone agrees with exactly. me. And then she drops the bomb. She's like... Well, now
2: Allison's pregnant. Amanda. I'm sorry. Now Amanda's pregnant. And once again, I know the feeling of dropping very hot goss, but you absolutely under no circumstances can do it without someone you trust 100,000%. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't tell that to someone you don't know at all. Yeah. That you're not close with. No, she cannot resist though. Cause it is juicy. It's, it's a very <laughs> juicy tidbit. And then she goes, okay, but Brett, you can't say anything. Just because you're in competition for her, uh, same job she wants. (laughs) And this is a very sexist society still where a pregnancy (laughs) would definitely be like a (laughs) no-no. Please, pretty please, don't say anything. We prinky promise. (laughs) Please, oopsies.
1: So (laughs) he walks her back to her apartment he even walks her to the door and they're stumbling around and they're still talking about Amanda. Yeah,
2: I know those nights. Once you get started,
1: it's like you got to get everything out. They are talking about every detail. I mean, he's like calling her Medusa. I don't know what he, if he said yeah. that. But I mean, he's basically like... The shrew. He, the shrew. Yeah. Sorry, there was a whistle. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs>
2: um, Rachel lost her two front
1: teeth. <laughs> I didn't, I did not um yeah, and so they're walking and giggling, and hes he says to Allison, you know, unlike Amanda, I would respect you if we worked together
2: yeah if sure. i was
1: if I was the vice president of d and d, I would actually respect you, so just saying if just, they ask you who who you would prefer, <laughs> just no, it's me, yeah. Then he goes in for a kiss. Yeah. And Billy, we get a shot of Billy glaring. Like Billy just pops out of nowhere. Oh. oh. <laughs> and uh, he follows Amanda into their apartment after Brett leaves. I'm sorry, Allison. Allison. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he follows Allison into the apartment and he goes, Who is that guy? And why was he kissing you? And Allison opens the fridge and goes, Do we have any ice cream? <laughs>
2: She's and she's a little on cloud nine right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: she's happy drunk now. Yeah,
2: she's very happy,
1: and she's like fumbling around in the fridge and the freezer, and she's like,
2: "Oh, vodka," and she's got that brand of vodka where the bottle has the ice ridges on it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what brand that was, but it was very big for a period. <laughs> and Billy goes, "You're drunk,
1: Allison. You're drunk." Yeah. Meanwhile. At Keith's hotel room, we hear, this is like the stepfather. This was creepy. This was like a horror movie. We just hear, we see Keith doing stuff, but we hear a voiceover of Keith's voice. (laughs) It's like in his head.
2: Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, it was like, is this in his head or is he saying it? No, it was was like, this is, we're hearing his thoughts and his thoughts are,
1: why did you leave me, Allison? I was so good for you. You shouldn't have left me, Allison. <laughs> and then we see at his bedside table, he has put up a collection of framed photographs of Allison at his bedside. And I was laughing because one of the framed photos <laughs> was a promotional picture <laughs> that they used for Melrose Place when the show first came out. It was They're like, just, just like, use that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was Courtney, Courtney Thornsmith just like, like, Hey, with their arms crossed. Where they, like, turn
2: around. Yeah, in front of, like, a gray backdrop. Yeah. uh, This is also insane because it's, like, he packed those frame photos for his trip. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like it was at his
1: house. He (laughs) packed them for the trip. Then he picks one of them up and he kisses it and he goes,
2: Good night, sweetheart. I'll be seeing you soon. If I saw a guy do this... (laughs) I would just lose it. It
1: is. This is. This was sick. Chilling. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break here. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
2: They're out on a power walk. This was a great transition (laughs) from the sinister Keith moment in the hotel to Rhonda and Matt who they're like, well, let's just give them something. We haven't seen them in a few episodes and let's get them power walking. And I love that they're having the exact same
1: conversation they were having the last time we saw them. Nothing's changed. There's nothing interesting. No, they're still talking about, it's the same conversation where Rhonda's like,
2: Matt, I wish Terrence would proposed to me. They don't know about the affair. Like if, they, if Matt, this was true, Matt would be like all over the, affair. <laughs> they would be talking about the affair between Michael and Kimberly. It's like an absolute travesty
1: that the writers didn't have a scene of them power walking and talking shit about Michael.
2: That would have been incredible. I would have fallen out of my chair. I was also laughing just thinking about, no one if you weren't around in the 90s you don't know how pervasive power walking Mm. was (laughs) you couldn't go to a mall without seeing a group of grannies (laughs) their fanny packs on power walking around the mall it was everywhere and that's the reason I never power walked is like there's no way I'm doing that arm thing here's the thing
1: In in theory, I love power walking because I like walking as a form of exercise. Me too. I do like walking. And power walking is great because you can get your heart rate up without having to hurt your knees
2: with running if you have knee issues or you don't like running. And you can do it in a mall. And you can do it in a mall. So there's indoor, outdoor. For me, it's the arms though. I... Like when they put those, they sometimes do that thing with the arms. That's
1: the whole point of it is you're like going on a brisk walk and you're moving your arms. So you're getting your heart rate up and yeah. you're working your arms a little bit. And I love it, but nobody doesn't look like an asshole when they're doing it. You look like you're trying to power walk. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> there's no subtlety about it. It's so embarrassing.
2: I'd rather walk faster right. than do the arm thing. Yeah. I'd rather personally. look like I'm in a hurry. Cause the arm thing is, it's an unnatural arm movement.
1: Because that's what makes it power walking. That's right. So, but they're on a power walk. They're not embarrassed. No. And they look cute. Yeah.
2: But we only see them doing it for a second.
1: Yeah. And they're talking about Rhonda wants Terrence to propose. And then Fickle. They, yeah. And then they arrive at the complex and they see the for sale sign and they're like, what the hell? And there's a real estate agent who just put it up. And she's
2: like, yeah, this property just went into foreclosure. She's all stoked. Yeah, because they're like, we need to stop him from selling. And it's like, he has no choice. Yeah. He's getting, Mr. K is getting foreclosed on. What's going on with Mr. K? No idea. Gambling debts?
1: Probably. What's going on there? (laughs) What's that storyline? Allison is hungover. And she wakes up and she apologizes to Billy for her behavior last night. And he goes, it's okay. I was just jealous. (laughs) (laughs) He just tells it like it is. Yeah. And... And and then Rhonda and Matt bust through the door. Yeah. They don't even, it's like seven in the morning. Hey guys, have you heard the news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rhonda's like, you guys, Mr. K is selling the building. And Allison's like, God, I just
2: I can't catch a break. Everything everything is a personal hit on Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and so Allison like just
1: leaves. She just pushes past. Rhonda and matt she's like get out of my way and billy runs after her and they have a hug and he's like allison it's gonna be okay meanwhile Mm. in a car on the street is keith and he is lurking he's spying on them from
2: his car and he looks deranged he's losing it because billy is comforting allison yeah He's the Arthur fist. <laughs>
1: he's, he's, he's furious. He's, he's so furious. At D&D, Lucy is having a meeting. She's leading a meeting. And Brett is sitting next to Allison. He hands her a couple of aspirin. And Lucy's talking about the you know transition to come.
2: Right, timeline of things that think, are up. For review or whatever, yeah,
1: and how she's going to leave soon, and there's going to be new changes in management, and that they're, you know, uh, they have some candidates picked out to be the new to take her place. Mm. And Brett interrupts her and says, "Uh, "Excuse me, what about Amanda's maternity leave?" And
2: Allison literally sinks into her (laughs) chair. (laughs) It couldn't be more obvious that she's the source of this rumor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And
2: Amanda goes, where did you hear that? This is all news to me. Yeah. I think I would know if If, I was pregnant. Right. Once again, on a dime, she can turn it around. Yes. I mean, she really expertly did this.
1: She's like, oh, well, that's news to me. Yeah. And she glares at Allison,
2: though. I mean, that would be terrifying that's just so fucked up. Like, especially thinking back then, what that would have done to someone's career. Yeah. Because it really would end someone's career. That's how yes, it was then. Absolutely.
1: After the meeting, Amanda drags Allison into the bathroom to talk. She's like, oh no, like, get over here. She's pissed. She's so pissed. And she's like, what are you trying to do to me, Allison? And Allison's like, Amanda, I was drunk last night. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just let it out. And, Uh, Amanda's furious. And she says, look, Allison, if Brett gets the promotion, he won't be taking you with him. Yeah. And you know what? She's right. Because Amanda's been doing this for way longer than Allison. She knows how all of this corporate intrigue works, this office politics, whatever. And she knows that it's a sexist sexist world out there and that Brett's going to butter up Allison
2: and then drop her. And pick one of his boys. And pick one yeah. of the boys. Yeah. And, and as much as Amanda doesn't love Allison, she will pick Allison. Yes. For sure. Yes. Not, so, maybe not for the nicest reasons. No.
1: But, but she, makes a point, she makes the point to Allison, like, look, whether you like it or not, we need to stick together because those guys, they don't give a fuck about us.
2: Right. She knows it's to her benefit as well, Amanda. Yes. So then,
1: Allison confronts Brett, and Brett is like hanging out with the boys in the break room, and she goes, "That was a lousy move, Brett."
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and he goes, "Oh, really? I thought you'd enjoy it." I mean, in his defense, he maybe he did think she would enjoy Amanda being taken down. Yeah, he's like she didn't have to do it.
1: Yeah, he's like I thought you were a backstabbing bitch.
2: Yeah, I thought that's why you told me that information.
1: But he was wrong. And after, he comes on to Allison, like he makes a move on her. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And she's like, "Oh my,
2: get away from me!" Yeah,
1: I mean, she could have she could have lodged a complaint with HR. She should have. This was an aggressive kiss. He assaulted attack. her, yeah, for and sure. He, and he did the same thing last night at, at her building. Yes, um, I mean, this was a
2: more, much more aggressive. Yes.
1: Later. Amanda walks through the park and she meets Billy. And she's like, look, Billy, Allison told the whole office
2: right. that I'm pregnant and this is really fucked up. For This could really fuck me. Even if it's seen as a rumor, the rumor is bad. Right. Yeah.
1: And he's like, okay, I'll try and talk to her. I'll deal with it. <laughs>
2: I do feel bad for Billy, I do constantly between these two shrews.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Amanda starts watching the little kids playing at the park, and she's like, hmm, I never really noticed these little shits before. Now it's all I see. (laughs) And then Billy asks her, do you really want this kid? And she's like, Billy, I just don't want to look back one day and find that I let this opportunity slip away. She's like, I'm a
2: businesswoman. Yeah. I might never get knocked up again. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to wait too long. I I didn't freeze my eggs. (laughs) Who knows what could happen.
1: Back at D&D, Allison wants to talk to Amanda. And she's like, I'm sorry. You were right about everything. Brett is a jerk.
2: Yeah. Once again, Amanda's like, ugh, I was right. Yeah, and she, she says something like, oh, can we like memorialize this moment like Allison telling her she was right about everything right yeah and then she tells
1: Amanda look look Amanda I am behind you all the way this is teamwork yeah we're gonna do we're gonna stick together work our butts off work our little butts off and get you that promotion that night Joe and Jake arrive home and she's bitching about how they're gonna have to find a new apartment and Jake's like, well, how about we move in together? And she's like, Jake, yeah, I don't know. She's really, she likes her independence. She like, she's like, I'm from New York. Yeah, let's I like calm ind- down. I, cal- <laughs> I like fucking you, but I want my
2: independence. And he's like, it scares you, doesn't it? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. Everyone's like panicking because it's like, well, we even know each other if we have to leave
1: Melrose place. Yeah. They, right? They think what's gonna, gonna happen. They think they're gonna be separated forever. Um and not allowed to talk to each
2: other. Even couples. <laughs> they have to move <laughs> if they have to move, will we still it's like we were only together because we lived above each other. <laughs> that was our only thing we had in common. Um no one's asked Matt and Rhonda how they feel. Now Rhonda's on her. She's like, I ain't got to get married now. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to have anywhere to live. I I need
1: to live in that weird house, that Tudor house. I want to live in that chintz. (laughs) The chintzy Tudor house with Terrence. Um, Then he accuses Joe of being afraid
2: of intimacy. And she's like, okay, I'll think about it. They have some of the most boring fights. It's like the same fight over and over again, basically. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Yeah. They do get some juicy fights later. Yes. They do have some juicy
1: fights later, if I remember. <laughs> Spoiler, but there there was one scene I remember in some later season of Jake destroying a refrigerator. Oh, Ooh. I just remember look just look forward look forward to that. Okay, that moment. sounds hot. It it was kind of <laughs> terrifying, but but it's Jake, so it was a little erotic. Of course. But also
2: really disturbing. It's disturbing, but you're kind of like, I, if I can calm him down, I can harness that energy.
1: <laughs> late late night at the office. Amanda and Allison are still working. It's yeah. almost eight PM.
2: Allison's like, we need to order food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wants to order food, and it's really it's kind of wholesome this moment because this really they do really seem genuine that
2: they want to work together. Sisters are doing it for themselves. They're
1: finally <laughs> doing it for themselves. This is like girl power, girl boss, girl boss bitches. Yeah, doing it. And then Amanda starts having severe cramps, and Allison rushes to, rushes to her side. And calls 911. And we get the address. We get the address. And you know what? One of our listeners pointed out that this, this building, D&D, it's mid-Wilshire. It's like, right. So and it's on Wilshire. It's on according Wilshire. According to
2: what Allison says. Yes. Yeah.
1: So at the hospital, Billy arrives. And Allison's been waiting there. And she tells him that Amanda's okay, but she had an ectopic pregnancy. That's what she had, right? Uh, yeah, she, she said tubal, tubal but that's the but same But that's an ectopic. Yeah. Okay. So
2: that was a non-viable pregnancy, It was a basically. non-viable
1: pregnancy. And so Amanda has just gotten out of surgery, and, but she's going to be okay. And Billy goes to see Amanda alone to see how she's doing.
2: And, and he even tells Allison, uh, no, I'll go without you. Yeah, don't come in. Yeah. I need
1: to do this alone. And Allison reluctantly agrees to that. But when he's there, Amanda tells Billy how much help Allison's been throughout all of this and how supportive yeah. she's been. And Billy's like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And it's, this is sad. This is a sad scene. Al- Amanda's genuinely sad
2: in this moment. She's crying. Absolutely. I mean, I think once you accept that you're having a kid, even if it's only a month or two months, you've it's like you've changed your mindset. Yeah. And then obviously hormones and stuff. But yeah, she's upset. She's upset. And so she she's yeah,
1: she's very emotional in this scene and her emotions, you know, she's she's feeling she's still feeling very close to Billy. And she asks him She's like, but you don't love me, do you? Because Billy's like, I guess this is the best thing. Or he's like, this is good in the long run that you didn't have a baby. And she's like, yeah, but you don't, you don't love me, do you? Um, Allison pops back in and she's like, Amanda, I'm going home. And she's like, Billy, are you coming with me? And he's like, no, I'm going to stay here for a while. Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. Fine. Mm, okay. See you at home. See you at home, Billy. The next day, Joe and Allison are having coffee. And Allison lets Joe know that she was secretly happy about what happened to Amanda.
2: Again, you gotta, that's something you keep to yourself. <laughs> Tell your therapist that, Allison. Tell your I therapist. I just feel like that. even with a friend that might come off a little callous, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't know, um, but I, I do believe it's true. <laughs>
1: oh, of course, I believe she was relieved. Um, even though it's horrible, she's in the hospital. Like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know.
2: Especially because they're kind of bonding a little bit more lately. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. Um, but but then this <laughs> okay,
1: this was outrageous. What she said next, she was like. You know, everything was fine, and Billy got to the hospital, and he didn't even look at me. He was focused on Amanda.
2: It's like, yeah, she's lying in the hospital bed. Why would you not? Also, that's Billy's child, too. Right. Uh, Even if it's for the best, he might be upset, too, because he had also gone down that road of being like, I'm having a kid. Right. It's just a weird. Allison is just so selfish in these episodes regarding this. She's very selfish about this for sure.
1: Um, But I do think it was good that she helped Amanda through this, even if she's. It's like, geez, Allison.
2: It's the right thing to
1: do. Yeah. Um, but Joe has a new photography job on Skid Row.
2: (laughs) What was this? (laughs) <laughs> this seemed less like a job and more like a personal project. It seemed like she's doing like street photography, right? Street Where people just walk around and take pictures of the scenes and things they see, the people and places they see while they're walking around. Who was hiring her for this? Nobody. I don't think anyone was. But I know this is, I mean, this is the 90s, but I know in the 2000s that was a popular thing to start doing. Like people yeah. were kind of street photographers. Yeah.
1: So she's she's doing off doing this project. And um, Jake is all worried. Jake's worried about her going down to Skid Row alone. He's like, I offered some of the guys at the shop to take you there. And she's like,
2: I'm from New York, mister. Yeah. So this is downtown LA. You think I haven't seen a turd on the street, (laughs) Jake? (laughs) I mean, I guess back then, like downtown LA has had a resurgence in the past 10 years or I mean, or so. but Skid Row has always been Skid Row. Yeah, Skid Row has always been Skid Row. But I'm just saying, even regular downtown LA is kind of desolate. There wasn't a lot happening down there Yeah, probably then. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway,
1: she's fine. She's independent. And she takes her gun. <laughs> we yeah. find out that she still has her gun. Yes. So after Allison leaves for work, Joe goes under her sink and gets her gun. And it's like, whoa, you told Jake you threw that out. Yeah, well, I don't know how you
2: dispose. (laughs) I think she threw in the trash. She threw it away in the dumpster. (laughs) She put it in the trash. She took it to one of those events where you turn in your gun for a gift card to Toys R Us or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We thought she got rid of it, but she did not. And she just
1: tucks it in her purse. Yeah. This is not responsible gun ownership,
2: Joe. It all seems a little crazy. Um, Does she even have her motorcycle license yet? Did she even get that? I have. No idea, but I'm going to say no. I don't she doesn't she, seem like someone. I don't remember that episode. No. When she had to go to the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember her getting in trouble for, by the cop for not having
1: a motorcycle license. Oh, that's right. So, I don't think she I don't think she did anything about that. At D&D, Lucy tells Allison that she just talked to Amanda and she's like, "Amanda said you were a really big help to her." And also, I want you to know that I'm really impressed with your loyalty to each other. I thought it was really impressive you guys lied about Amanda's pregnancy together and kept yeah. that a secret. Yeah. I like, like <laughs> I like that. I like that. I appreciated that. Allison gets delivered a gold gift box with a big red ribbon around it. And she, everyone at the office is going, ooh. And they all gather around. Every- <laughs> Everyone who's in the vicinity gathers around Allison to open this long gift box. And she's squealing with delight. And they're like, Who's that from? And she opens it and she sees black roses that are like sprayed. They're like sprayed black. They look like they're from like a Halloween store.
2: And the music immediately goes like, Pew! And then that same spray was used to write whore inside the box. Now this is my ideal bouquet. <laughs> this this was what my soulmate would send me at work. Whore, black I mean, roses for my whore. I mean, it, it was, was pretty goth. Look, it was very
1: goth, but also very scary looking. And Allison, of course, she goes, oh
2: no! This is the most horrifying thing you can send to Allison for sure. Yeah, I would laugh. <laughs>
1: I mean, it is such a comedic moment for the audience because it's just, it goes from like, ooh, roses to like, ooh. Also, the whole office saw. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alison does
2: not want to be associated with the word
1: whore. No. Meanwhile, Joe is cruising downtown. This storyline was so fucking stupid. Why did we have this storyline? It did nothing to further the plot, but Joe is. Cruising downtown on Skid Row or through in the neighborhood. And she's snapping pictures of various people out on the street. She's riding through the streets on her bike. And then she gets pulled over by the cops. And the cop is like, you didn't signal while changing. She's she really has an attitude. She's like, oh, really? She's like, why'd you pull me over? He's like, well, you didn't signal while changing lanes. And she's like, this is fucked in so many words. Right. And so he's like, license and registration. And then she reaches in her purse and she pulls out the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Why She's, would you ever do this? She is so stupid. I'm sorry. She's so fucking stupid. She
2: pulls the gun out like <laughs> it's your hair dryer, like yeah. a hairbrush. Yeah. And you have to find your license. Yeah. She just whips it out. And, it's crazy. And they're immediately like, get down on your knees. Yeah, the cop, Freaks out. He, the cop, freaks out, and it's really um, alarming. And she's basically like, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, pulled out my gun." <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, I wouldn't like in your mind. Like, I remember one time I got pulled over. And I had to get my registration out of the glove box. And I knew when I opened it that I had accidentally put um, one of those car karaoke mics in the glove box. And I was like, I'm going to have to pull that out and look like a fucking loser. That's so embarrassing. But I was like, she didn't know she was about to pull a gun out in front of a cop. Like, come on. Like, I would have been, like, shuffling my purse trying to get it without pulling the gun out. She did it so casually. It was bizarre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look. (laughs) It was not good.
1: Um, one time I handed my <laughs> ID to a cop and it had Coke all over it. Oh my God. All over the ID. So before I handed it, I like got,
2: secretly wiped it off on of my pants. I mean, most people are hyper aware of everything when a cop is in their vicinity. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's, so the fact that she did this is so moronic to me. Yeah. Um, this was, here's, this is where Joe, like her
1: hubris is just out of control.
2: Right, because she's like, "What? Well, just chill out, and guys! I'm not going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot." <laughs> um, I mean, shit. I don't even know what the rules are with guns. Like, well, I guess you should tell the cop that you have a gun, right? Like, yeah, you'd think, but also she. Um,
1: Also, the cop later says in the episode, he's like, You know, concealed weapons, it's illegal in California. Like, you have to have. She's like, Well, I would have brought my holster next time.
2: We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to
1: that um, in a second. So she gets arrested. And at the
2: station, she is like, Come on, guys! This is bullshit. Like she's just, when she's getting her mug shot, she's like saying, "I was like, you're allowed to talk when you're getting your mug shot because she's bitching." It was really funny. She was like talking back to the cop. She's like, "Oh, this sucks." She's like an original Karen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you only get away with this because you're a white woman, <laughs> right? Like, this yes. insane behavior. I mean, her behavior was crazy. Anyone else would be locked up oh. for just sassing a cop. Like, oh yeah, yeah. because
1: if you. Seriously, like, have you ever, like, accidentally sassed a cop? Like,
2: oh, yes, I have. <laughs> and they, then I immediately stopped when I realized I was Because they're gonna, terrifying. Yeah. They're fucking terrifying. Um, but she's. Dis- I was also 17. Right. Joe's like a, an adult. Right. Like, who should know better.
1: Um, no, this is like a scary situation that she's in. So she's furious at them. Because they're like, you're not going to get your gun back for a week. She's like, what? Yeah, what?
2: You just let me take it out here. Carry what? it through the jail. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> On my way out of the police station. Well, Jake bails her out, and he's furious when he picks her up. I was shocked she called Jake. I would have called someone else, because I would have been like, you know. <laughs> I told him I didn't have the gun. I can't right. call Jake. All right. There's no way I would have fucking called Jake. He's... I would have called my new best friend, Jane. She's not doing anything. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Jane would never drive down to the jail. That's true. Jane Allison would.
1: Allison would. Or go. Matt would. Or Billy.
2: Oh, Matt. You could Matt. call Matt.
1: <laughs> Poor a Matt. He's the perfect person for this. <laughs> Matt would like, he wouldn't lecture her, but he would be like,
2: oh, man. It's going to be hard for me not to tell Jake though.
1: <laughs> like You know what I mean? You yeah. could have tortured Matt. Um, he's furious because he's like, you said you got rid of the gun. I also like that Jake is like, Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, she is stupid. She's so fucking stupid. Um, and she's like, I'm mad that I'm not gonna get the gun back till next week.
2: And he's like, Well, I don't know if I can live with someone who has a gun. Cause they had talked about moving in. Now it's like, we all know Jake is very anti-gun.
1: <laughs> <He> <laughs> we learned is, that. <laughs> we learned that
2: several episodes ago when, when Joe first got the gun. I can't once again, I can't believe how cavalier she is about lying to him about the gun cuz she's like yeah yeah like she's <laughs> like what are you what are you a baby yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah that's kind of true cuz if you want a gun i guess have one but like don't lie about
1: it if it's something you discussed that was like a a deal breaker for him and then you lied that's not right
2: no cuz he you don't have to get rid of it if
1: you don't want to but whether or not you whether or not you think it's you don't agree that he feels unsafe in the house with the gun. That's not your business. That's his business. Exactly. So, so she
2: intentionally lied. And then she's like, Michael, in this. When she gets busted, it's like, ah, oh, who cares? It's no big deal. So I lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Melrose, Jane
1: arrives in a peach silk pant separates outfit, pant and blouse separates. Yeah. She's wearing a lot of colors. She's wearing some peach today. Yeah. And Michael is packing their bags for a romantic staycation at a hotel. Yeah. I don't know where they're staying. Catalina? The hotel where Keith is. The hotel where Keith (laughs) is. I mean, it was kind of the same hotel. And Jane is unsure, but she agrees. At Amanda's house, apartment, Billy helps her inside from the hospital and she immediately, of course,
2: she wants to go back to work. Yeah. But she can't even make herself an egg. She's like holding her side. She's like, appears to be in pain. Like that yes. she can't really move.
1: She just got off surgery. Billy's like, I'll make lunch. Just mm-hmm. order it. Uh, I don't want Billy's lunch Ala Campbell. Yeah. His tuna a la Campbell. Some, the, some, see, the secret is <laughs> paprika.
2: The secret sauce. You know he has some secret ingredient that's repulsive. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I put a Jolly Rancher on it. That's why Allison hates olives because he puts it. Oh my god! He got Billy does too much. He does too much when he cooks. You always know there's one ingredient that's going to be <laughs> repulsive, and he'll be like, do you know what it is? And yeah. it's like... <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Billy. The gross element? <laughs> yeah, Billy.
1: You put mustard on this pb and J. I I can see it, and it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> he tells Amanda, he's like, yeah, I took the day off work. I told them it was a family emergency and she's swooning. She is fucking she's like, swooning. family?
2: Yeah. I'm family? And
1: then It was sweet though. It was sweet. She falls asleep on the couch. Later that evening, Allison returns home to a dark apartment. Billy's not home. Mm. And but she gets a voicemail from Billy letting her know he's at Amanda's and she says, "No, thank you." Oh, cuz he invites her over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. to yeah. come
2: hang out. She's yeah. like, "No thanks." <laughs> It's very articulated. We see a lot of muscles in her
1: face. face. Her (laughs) mouth, her mouth, it's like the amount of mouth movements that she does when she says no thank you is way more than there are syllables and no thank you. Yeah. She's like, looks like she's doing those face yoga. Yeah. No thank you. No thank you. (laughs) Instead. She goes right to the freezer and busts out the vodka and pours herself glug, 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 It is a tall glass of vodka and she just drinks it right by the
2: fridge. And she also uh, <laughs> goes, she clinks the bottle with the glass and she goes, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> like she's drunk before she even takes a sip. Yeah. That's how you know she's an alcoholic. Yes. She's got a drunk persona even when she hasn't drank anything yes. yet. Yes. But yeah, she's like, this is also very alcoholic in movies and t v They just drink straight up vodka mm. that's chilled or sometimes yeah. not even chilled, like no ice cubes. It's just like a half half a glass, like a tall <laughs> glass of straight vodka, yep, not even a fucking twist, yeah you just <laughs> gotta get it down your gullet i mean ha. Yeah, that's one thing I I think I never get about alcoholism because I'm like, that doesn't even just make yourself a drink. It's like, no, it's just about getting drunk. Yeah. (laughs) It's not about enjoying a cocktail. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) It's so gross. Um, No, I relate to Allison in this moment. She... (laughs) she, (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) She then... um, The phone rings and she picks it up and all she... She's like, Hello? And it's like, (sighs) (laughs) it's like some weird breathing. It's heavy breathing. It is heavy breathing on the other line. And she goes, Brett, fuck you. She thinks it's Brett from work. Yeah. And she hangs up. But the phone rings again and it's more breathing. (sighs) Yeah. And she, and then, and then a voice comes through and goes, and it sounds like a it was like a voice modulator. Yeah. Like it, they use it, on those like a creepy crime show
2: where the killer calls in. The killer he's calls. I like, well, told
1: you. About.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm watching you." <laughs> I'm watching you. Um,
1: and Allison goes, "Listen, Brett, mm, don't you dare dial this number again. I've already called the cops." And then she rips the line out of the wall. Yeah. Um Jane and Michael are at their hotel and he's like, Jane, I'm so sorry. I just made this huge mistake.
2: Can you forgive me now? And Jane's like, Michael, I've been humiliated. And then Michael says, I'm hurt too (laughs) for causing you pain. (laughs) I was like, oh God, that is like classic (laughs) Michael. Don't you think I'm hurt for hurting you? Yeah, he says, (laughs) too. And then he starts talking about
1: their future. He's like, when I'm a successful surgeon, we live in a big house with all our kids.
2: He knows how to work her. Because he, he's like, kids. All those kids. He's
1: selling her that trad life yeah. that she wants so badly. And she gets horny from this conversation. Yeah, she's like,
2: I want you. Yeah, I, want, <laughs> I want a bunch of kids.
1: Yeah. And so she, he's like, you won't even remember any of this ever even happened. Just forget yeah, it. he's like you won't even remember, and he starts kissing her on the neck, and then they both start kissing each other, and then it gets romantic and sexy, and they're stripping each other's clothes off. And I was dying after he like her pants come off, and Jane is just in her huge like blousy chemise. <laughs>
2: it's just so big. I mean. This seems like a very real moment when you get cheated on and then you want to prove you're hot and sexy too. Yes. Right? Because she was like, we've never seen Jane like this before. No, she was ravenous by this point.
1: Allison has fallen asleep on the couch. I'm sure her bottle of vodka is nearby. A.K.A. passed out. (laughs) (laughs) She's passed out cold. When we hear, Allison... Allison, was the door locked? Ch- she's the- put the chain lock on. She put the chain lock on because she's been getting these weird voicemails and the roses. It's Billy. And she's like, Billy, I'm mad you've been spending so much time with Amanda. And they're like having this little squabble. Meanwhile, we see Keith, his little face. Lurking outside in the bushes.
2: Yeah, he's like right in their window. He's in their window. No one sees him. Nobody fucking
1: sees them. Rhonda is walking with Matt. She looks really cute. She's wearing a pale yellow baby doll dress. Oh, yeah. I thought she looked great in this scene. She's having the same conversation. That's all they're giving us. No.
2: She wants Terrence to propose this is the lamest storyline as well. Cause it's like, he wants to marry you. You just got to ask and be like, Hey, I'm ready to marry now. (laughs) Like he's on board. You know this. He's so desperate to marry. He's just not saying anything because you, you are the one who said you felt pressured and didn't want to marry him. Yeah. So he's doing the right thing, letting you have your space and time about it. Right. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Um, and then Matt says, does Terrence like Chinese? And that's a cliffhanger. I'm like, well, what? What do you mean? What does it mean, Matt? (laughs) At D and D, we find out that Amanda got the promotion, and she's promoted Allison along with her, as promised. As promised. But Allison gets another letter, and this time it's a like greeting card with some
2: sailboats on the front. And on the front, it has like a typical like nice thinking of you, thinking of you. And inside the card, <laughs>
1: <laughs> written, the person has scratched out the little whatever hallmark message that's on the inside of the card yeah. and written in huge block letters, bitch,
2: thinking of you, bitch. <laughs> and she says, damn it. Yeah, yeah she says, damn it. <laughs> I love the idea of torturing Allison by constantly sending her things that look sweet. Yes. Gifts and cards. <laughs> and she's like, damn it, been fooled again. And uh,
1: so she runs over, she marches over to Brett's office and she's like, Brett, stop it. Yeah. She chews him out in
2: front of all these people. He's like, whoa, whoa, I never did that. Yeah. He's like, maybe you double cross someone else. <laughs> That's a pretty good comeback. That was a
1: good comeback. At the hospital, Michael and Kimberly are going on a little walk. They're outside. And Kimberly lets Michael know, look, I don't expect anything from you. And he says, how do you feel about sleeping with a married man who plans on staying that way?
2: <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> what? No- what your thoughts are on this? Completely like, it's not about me. I'm just saying in general. What are, you th- what are your thoughts on being my side bitch? Yeah. Asking for a friend. And
1: she's not into that idea. Because she just wants Michael. She wants to be with him. And he's like, look, I can't leave Jane right now.
2: She'd lose it. She'd <laughs> lose it.
1: She'd be really mad. Yeah. And he's like, but I also can't quit you. Hmm. And then he's like, so... So what are you doing tonight?
2: Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, maybe I can be with a married man. (laughs) And she goes, you? Yeah. And then they start making out. Look, they cannot be kept
1: apart. They cannot be separated. At Escapade Magazine, Amanda calls Billy, and she's talking very loudly while Allison is in the background. And she's telling him about the promotion, and she's like, "How how about we celebrate? This is where Amanda is just so over the line, right. He's not your boyfriend,
2: but also just the way she does it. it's like she could be more sell- like uh, subtle. She's just not. She's not. She's very pushy.
1: she gets she has her eyes on something, and she gets it, no matter what. right. but she
2: this is like he has a girlfriend, Amanda. Although I don't know what their status is. It is pretty unclear to me. And like, I don't even think they know. Ugh, I but guess. I agree. I think because it is so wishy-washy, she's, she can sort of credibly do it. Right. I guess so. Because Allison did say to him, you lost me. Yeah. I, like a, in last episode. Uh, yeah. right? they I don't know. It's weird. They haven't kissed in a while.
1: Um but then there's a call in the other line and it's Allison. She's she's also ca- calling Billy and she tells him, She's like, I need to see you tonight, it's important. And Billy and then so Billy switches back yeah. to Amanda and he goes, Yeah, Amanda, I gotta work late. I can't celebrate. Allison then <laughs>
2: <laughs> This is a comedy this, of errors. <laughs> this
1: fucking great. As soon as Allison and Amanda hang up
2: the phone. Allison says to Amanda, I'm going to meet Billy after work. Yeah, because a- Amanda's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to meet Billy after work and we're going to talk. Yeah. So she's kind of... I think she did it in a subtle way if she was trying to let her know. I don't think she was trying to like, um,
1: be shitty to Amanda. I think she genuinely did not know that Amanda was just
2: talking to Billy on the phone. I agree. And that also makes me feel like she doesn't consider them in a relationship because maybe she would have kept it more of a secret. Maybe. I don't know. Um, At the Chinese restaurant,
1: Terrence does like Chinese food. He's out with Rhonda, and fortune cookies arrive. This was so stupid. And Rhonda's like, open your fortune cookie. Yeah. And he opens it, and he reads it, and it's a very generic fortune and then she's like, oh, that's the wrong one. Open this one. She's so subtle. And then, <laughs> and he reads it and it's another generic fortune. And She goes, damn it. They fucked it up. Yeah. And she's like, I guess I'll just ask you. And she proposes to him. Marry and, me. Marry me. And she said, he says, I thought you'd never ask.
2: Yeah. This is the least suspenseful storyline
1: ever. They're going to get married. I think this is the last time we ever see
2: Rhonda. Yeah, I'm sure season two opens with like Rhonda and Terrence are doing great. <laughs> like we hear like maybe they got married or their wedding was fun by um, Matt or something. I think this was the last scene we ever see Rhonda. No, I don't think we see her again. I think we just hear something. Yes. through Matt. Yeah. 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 I don't she doesn't come back for season two. No, no way. No.
1: She's only in the first season. She's
2: barely in season one at the end. <laughs> it's so sad. They did her so dirty. Well, her whole storyline was was ter- Terrence. Yeah. So there's nothing else. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I I mean, we're lucky they kept Matt. We're so lucky. Because he (laughs) could have gone. There's no reason to have kept him based on what he was doing the last half of the season. And just in the beginning
1: of the season. And they did, while they do give Matt some storylines, they really just, he's treated as such an afterthought.
2: They must have really liked the actor. Yeah, to keep. Him. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, I. I liked, I'm just saying, like, yeah, they um, could have easily cut him. Anyway,
1: so Billy and Allison go to Shooters to talk, and they're walking back to Melrose Place, and Keith is lurking. He's in his car on the street, watching, watching them, and they're Allison and Billy. They're talking about Allison's stalker. And then they're talking about Amanda. And Billy says to Allison, you mean everything to me. And they're like kind of holding each other. Yeah. They're close. And Keith sees them and he's just seething. Oof. He is fucking furious. Allison goes inside and Billy is going to walk to the store. He's going to go get a movie from Blockbuster. He's going to Blockbuster to get a movie. Did he say Blockbuster? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he might be.
2: Maybe. I think Billy would go to a local place. Yeah, whatever's closest. I think he'd go to a
1: local video store. But he's going down to the store, and while he starts walking to the store, he gets violently attacked by Keith. Does he get hit with something? It looked
2: like he hit him with a pipe. Yeah, but he's knocked him to the ground.
1: It, Billy is knocked to the ground, and then Keith is just kicking him in the stomach and the ribs on the
2: ground. Right, and this is all from behind so Billy doesn't see He's
1: anything. He's such
2: a fucking coward, loser, dipshit. God. Just I fucked hate, up.
1: I hate Keith. He kicks the shit out of him. And then we cut to the hospital and everyone's waiting. The whole cast. The whole cast is there. Even Amanda. Even Rhonda and Matt. Yeah. They invited them for this scene. So maybe this is the last time we... I don't even... Maybe we catch a glimpse of Rhonda. Yeah. Um, and Amanda... <laughs> Classic Amanda. She goes, we were supposed to
2: be celebrating my promotion. Yeah. If only we were doing that. Instead of him and Allison. Yeah. If only he had come with me, he wouldn't be hospitalized right now. We'd be dancing. Yeah. Keith arrives.
1: Keith arrives in the hospital, and he's brought a big bouquet of flowers. (laughs) Now, at this point, shouldn't things have clicked for Allison? (laughs) Wouldn't you have put... oh? The guy, the really overbearing guy, controlling guy who I got out of a weird relationship with has just suddenly appeared at Billy's hospital, at at Billy's hospital side with a bunch of flowers. He doesn't even live here anymore. How did he find out about this? Uh, Right around the same time, I started getting weird letters and heavy breathing.
2: Eh, I guess it's Brett. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure those two things aren't connected in any way. No, she's like, hey. Like, yeah.
1: She's
2: immediately like... Hey, Keith. Not disturbed at all. No. Um,
1: and she does ask him, like, what? And he goes, I was just in town on business for a few days and I heard what happened. How? How'd you hear what happened? It just happened, Keith. <laughs> Did you hear it when you were beating him? <laughs> like, wow, right. how you heard it? Michael comes out and he tells everyone that Billy's going to be okay. He's just talking to a cop. And so Amanda and Allison go in to see him. Now, while they go in to see Billy, Jane hangs back and asks the receptionist where she can find
2: Dr. Kimberly Shaw. Why would she do this at this moment in time? Like, you know what? I'm going to have a I'm going to confront my husband's mistress while my friend is hospitalized yeah. after being almost beat to death. Right. Because this scene did, right now
1: Did she think this is I might not be here? Again, I might not go to Wilshire Memorial
2: for a while. Right. We're moving soon, probably. So this might be my last chance.
1: Just a very weird
2: timing. Yeah. Um, she was probably bored, because it gets boring waiting around in a hospital. This was also something where I was like, this is why we're getting into soap opera territory. Yes. Because <laughs> you have to have multiple dra- dramas happening at once. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Amanda rushes to Billy's side. He's in bed talking to both Allison and Amanda, and he's like, I don't know what happened. I just got my lights knocked out.
2: Yeah. Boink. <laughs> Zoinks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Allison feels really bad. She's like, I think it's my stalker
2: who did this. Yeah. Because, hmm, who could be my stalker? And, and Amanda
1: <laughs> goes, what are you guys talking about? And Allison's like, never mind. And you can just see the light fall out of Amanda's eyes because she's She's been kind of pwned yeah. by Allison in this moment because it's like, oh, no, no, no. This is something between me and Billy. Right. We don't. This doesn't have anything to do with you. You're not you. that family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jane finds Kimberly, and she says to Kimberly, listen to me. Do you see this, Kimberly? She holds up her ring finger. She's like, this is a ring. I am married to Michael. And then... <laughs> Kimberly starts to, she's like turning red, like she's like embarrassed, yeah, that this is happening. This is really awkward, and she's like, uh, Jane, I, look, you don't understand, my Michael and I, we, we needed each other. We, uh, I guess there's no point in explaining. And then Jane's like,
2: you are disgusting. She calls her disgusting. We love it. Uh, didn't someone call Allison disgusting? Yeah, it was uh, Michael Mancini. (laughs) You're disgusting. He called Allison disgusting. I don't know why that word is just so, such a funny insult to me. It's very funny. You're disgusting. She's like, you are disgusting. And then she goes deeper. Because I was impressed by this burn. And she's like, I hope if you get married one day, some pathetic bitch steals your husband to (laughs) 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 I love that kind of. Like extra.
1: It was so it was extra. Very
2: extra. Um and so
1: Kimberly is humiliated and like really just kind of taken aback and like her head spinning at this point. And Jane starts walking away, but then Kimberly goes after her and she just unleashes. Yeah. She was trying to be polite before. But now she's kind of furious. Yeah. So Kimberly chases after Jane and she's like, wait, it's not over between me and Michael. Yeah. You think it's over? It is not over. He's not giving me up. He's He's like, I she was like, I heard about your romantic evening at the hotel. You think you think it's over? It is not.
2: That was a good thing to be like, I know all about your stupid romantic (laughs) trip. And your blouse. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think so. He was thinking of me.
1: And then Jane said. If what you're telling me is true, then I am getting a divorce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if what you're telling me is true. It's like, Jane, get a clue. Jane, clearly. <laughs> Amanda and Allison. <laughs> There's something really funny about thinking her she was going to own Kimberly yeah. and then absolutely being destroyed by reality. Just like, bulldoze. Yeah. Bulldoze. Very funny.
1: So Amanda and Allison say goodnight to Billy. And of course, we know this was on purpose. Mm. Amanda says to Allison, "Oh, I forgot my purse. I better go back and get it." Yeah. So she's like, "Hi, Billy. I just forgot my purse." <laughs> and then she goes, she uh, she gets down like close to him, and she's like, "I want to be here for you." And then she's like, "I love you," and he's like, "Okay." And then she says, "And I've got a big surprise for you when you get out of here."
2: Yeah. And Billy was kind of loving, by the way, Allison and Amanda. These two cute blonde bitches. On either side of him in the hospital. Fawning over yeah. him.
1: Joe and Jake leave the hospital, and Joe is like, I'm not ready to move in with anyone yet. And Jake's like, you're going to have to learn to trust somebody sometime. And he's like, if the building cell- oh this was weird. Yes. He's like, this was so very weird. weird. He's like, you know, Joe, if the building sells, I might not I might be ready to see other people.
2: I was like shocked. What does that even mean? Why? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, say it's about the gun or the lie, but why does it have to do with the building selling? So like- this is what they do to each other because both of them are so prideful. Or maybe it's maybe it's kind of like. I'd love to see other people now, but it's too awkward because we live <laughs> right near each other. But if we're not living together, then it'll be much easier for me to fuck around again. Yeah. It's almost like that was what he was saying. It I doesn't seem guess. like Jake to me.
1: That is also they're in a relationship. They're not like casually dating.
2: Yeah. Very weird thing to say, but um, funny.
1: And then Joe is like, I think I'll get a ride home from Matt. Good old Matt. Good old Matt. Just ask Matt. He he's, won't say no. He's not doing anything better. He might have plans. He'll still do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's Matt's driving you home with, he made his dates, no, yeah. his dates in the back seat because the date was also very polite. Yes, yes. The date also didn't want Joe to have to sit in the back he seat. He got in the back seat even though it's a two door. Right. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Keith and Allison returned to Melrose together. Weird. Really Weird. And, I mean, much like with alcohol, Allison is strangely insane when it comes to Keith. Like she, ha- she re- like, she reacts to Keith alcoholically. Right. Like, her decision-making skills are very poor when it comes to this man. She's so drawn to him, right? Like, Ugh. it's disgusting. And she apologizes to Keith. And, like, she apologizes for the way she left in Seattle. And then he is trying to butter her up. He's like, It's okay, Allison. I'm over it. (laughs) I realize what a mistake it was rushing you. And then he follows her inside her apartment, and she busts out the vodka. And she's like, want a drink? Do you want a drink of
2: room-temperature vodka? (laughs) 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 And I stole a glass.
1: And then... And then Allison tells him about her stalker, about what's been going on with this stalker. And Keith's like, oh,
2: what? Oh, what? <laughs> That's terrible. And he goes, it's okay. You're safe now. And he holds her close. This is what he does. Yeah, he's done this before. This I'll is- protect you. Allison loves a protector. She loves a protector. She wants to be hugged and told it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the next day...
1: We end on a sit. This was bizarre because this is a chilling scene beforehand of Keith weaseling his way back into Allison's life. Yeah. It's chilling. And then we immediately end on a sitcom note with literal sitcom music. With sitcom music.
2: No, it's crazy.
1: It was fucking wild. So the next day, Allison has brought Billy home from the hospital, and we see Amanda. At Melrose Place, with her dad at the at the top apartment, at the top of the part at the top of the stairs where, where Joe lives, and she says, "Surprise! I'm buying the building,
2: and I'm going to live here and manage it." <laughs> and then it ends on. Yeah. <laughs> Beep, beep. it's like they couldn't like resist keeping that sitcom element to the very end yeah you're right it had that beep beep yeah. at the end at the end it was just kind of like and we have Allison and Billy's shocked faces like, oh, like, oh my boss it's like we just have we have a Serial killer-esque guy stalking one of the main characters. Right. And he's now he's made inroads with her, and she trusts him again. And then it ends all this <laughs> fucking <And> scene. <laughs> we, and it's like, this could have been a great sinister scene. I've bought the place. That would have been... I, see, it's like, <laughs> this needs to be re-edited with scary music. It's like, exactly. It's like you see those edits of The Shining with Salisbury Hill, when it's like... <laughs> It's like a family fun, like quirky family drama or something. Yeah, yeah. This, no. the music made this so sitcom-y. <laughs> and it's like this. If they had sold it correctly, Al, Amanda could almost be the female Keith. Like she's a stalker too. She bought the building that you guys live in. Right, you can't get rid of her, so she can have more control, and you won't feel comfortable. Right, uh, even if you know you are in a relationship, it's going to be really awkward. You're going to have to hide it or move. Right. So, and, and it seems like none of them think they can move because it's like the rent's so cheap here or whatever. Like, Yeah. And she's selling her um, place in the marina to live at Melrose Place. <laughs> the whole <laughs> thing is so funny. Which apartment does she take? Do you remember? Yeah. She
1: takes, it's, I feel like she takes Joe's apartment because she wouldn't take Ron because Rhonda's living in the studio she's now. She's got the small one. So, I feel like she took Joe's apartment
2: and then Joe moved into Jake's. Yeah, I I don't remember where she is. I don't remember what apartment she takes either, but. Is it possible she takes Michael and Jane's because they might split up? I I can't remember. No,
1: because I do remember Amanda living on the second floor. Yeah.
2: I remember. Is there, I think there might be a second floor above Allison and Billy's place. Is there? (laughs) Okay, I'm like going crazy. I think it's just that one, the stair. I don't know. I don't remember Joe and Jake moving in together, but I guess that's possible. Maybe they, they had don't. to. They I, had to move in together. They had. I think they do move in
1: together, but um, I, I don't remember exactly. I am really fucking excited for next
2: week. Me too, because I do feel like season two. I mean, I remember well the yeah. opening stuff, and it's all juicy. Yeah. And when does Sydney come back? Do you remember? It's pretty soon. It's pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, everything starts just hitting the fan. The oh season gets off to a, a bang. It is crazy from start to finish. <laughs> and we'll get some resolutions to the Keith story. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what happened? Yes. Okay, it's yeah. crazy. I, it is crazy. I started remembering it the more I saw of Keith. As yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I remember. That's yeah. an incredible uh, moment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is
2: wild. It's wild. Yeah. Anyway, okay.
1: we will get into that next week. Bye. Bye.